Hello, I'm Amanda Taylor, and this is My First Name is Agent, a regular report of my journey to watch all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe chronologically in-world before Avengers Infinity War hits theaters April 27th, 2018. Today's topic, Iron Man. This was definitely not my first time watching Iron Man or Iron Man 2. My family and the Marvel family at large's enthusiasm for Tony Stark kind of had me suffering from fatigue. I was wary of jumping into two Iron Men in a row, but while I was watching them, I was in heaven. I was living for Tony's one-liners, and anytime Happy came on screen and Pepper's sensible dresses, I was so in. My main takeaway from re-watching these movies is that I'm almost 30 years old, and my tastes may have changed a little. Peter Parker was always my man, but now that he's played by a 20-year-old pretending to be 16, there are very few appealing things about him. Tony Stark, on the other hand, cocky genius with nothing to lose? Hmm. The other thing that I loved about hanging out with Mr. Stark again was realizing how much depth he has. He's a POW, he has a traumatic past with his parents, and he's now an orphan. When he tells Pepper, I don't have anyone but you, I cried. He seems all-powerful, but he has nothing. He's the de facto leader, and he has so much, he appears privileged, he dusts himself off a lot, he's cavalier to the point of narcissistic, but he's a character who's not allowed to feel emotional or upset. It's only in the briefest moments that he can be human, and Robert Downey Jr. pulls those moments off so well. I just want to hug him, but then get out of his way and let him tell jokes. In terms of cosplay, or merch, or Disney bounding, I just want to be Pepper Potts for Halloween and also for every moment of my life. She looks incredible during this entire movie. She never has a hair out of place, and the sound of her heels clicking around in Tony's lap is like music to my ears. The Iron Man movies are not big on feminism, let's put it that way. Although Leslie Bibb's Vanity Fair journalist character has a great catty moment with Gwyneth's Pepper, That's the only time two women in the movie talk. Yikes. I just kept thinking, I want a female character like Tony, who's gregarious and confident, has tons of fun, is the best at what she does, and isn't fed up with the immaturity and annoying ways of the people around her. Just like reckless brilliance. But I am very happy that we have Pepper Potts. She's long-suffering and a bit piney for Tony, but... She's snarky and funny and incredibly capable. She has a massive heart, tolerance for Tony's crap, is patient, and just lovely. She's powerful in her own way. So, other thoughts about Iron Man the first. I forgot they recast Terrence Howard as James Rhodes. I'm not sad about this at all. I forgot Phil Coulson was in this movie, and I screamed when he showed up. More about my love of Phil later. I was also thinking how weird it is that Robert Downey Jr. spends like 60% of the Marvel movies as a face inside a helmet with a pretty glow cast over his perfect face. So I'd like to be signed up for that lighting, please. I also think the villain and the conflict in this movie were a snooze. It might just feel very predictable to 2018 me who has seen this movie like eight times, but I will tell you that his announcement at the end, I am Iron Man, gets me every time. I was giggling so hard, like... Oh, Tony, you goober. I am going to include the sequel in this episode, kind of as an aside. Much remains the same. Tony finds himself in a self-destructive pattern he isn't sure he wants to fight, and Robert Downey Jr. absolutely kills it as a large personality with layers. The man is not acting, methinks. Sam Rockwell and Leslie Bibb's characters are dating in this movie, and the couple is still going strong IRL, which is the cutest. And we got to meet 
Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. Natalie from Legal, and Scarlett Johansson does a beautiful job strutting around doing I'm Gonna Kill You Eyes. She's super boring on purpose until she fully lets loose at Hammer Labs and you go, um, what did I just witness? I will say that Whiplash is a gross, gross, gross villain, and Suits fighting more Suits was another snooze. The stakes in Iron Man 2 seem really low. He loses his company, but he had already given it to Pepper. She gets mad at him, but then it's fine. He has to stay at home, but then it's just sciencing anyway and saves himself. Nothing seemed that dire. Again, this could be many years of perspective. An excerpt from my notes on watching these two movies. Do I love Tony Stark? Till next time on My First Name is Agent.